everyone, this is Julie, Julie and the Red Deep Girl, and I have fun stories. No, yes, yes, yes I do. I have fun stories today. I don't even know how I look on the camera, so let's check my phone and look at the Facebook live streaming and see what's going on because nervous. Okay, my phone suddenly doesn't recognize my face. So, all right. I have some fun stories today. Hang on, let me pause the podcast so there's not a leg. And I'm unpausing the uh, the podcast, so we are back, sorta. Okay, so what's new? I will keep you guys hanging on for a sec. Um, let's see. Uh, some more changes are coming. I'm nervous. Okay, so we'll just start with sponsors and stuff. I've moved to anchor.fm for my podcast. My son's still on Transistor. Uh, if you haven't, check out our website, julianiman.com. If you're feeling generous to help keep everything going for us, please go to julianiman.com slash donate because what I'm about to tell you next is clearly uh, Julie has no idea what she's doing, but you guys are in for the ride. So, <laughs> no pressure. No pressure. It's hot in here, you know? Okay, anyway, um, I'm just going to move that a little bit. All right. Okay, so we got the pulley install kit to put the power steering pump on my car. And the pulley did not go on all the way. So it's like 75% or so more fixed. Yay! That's so cool. Woohoo! A little bit more fixed. Not sure why it's not going on all the way yet, but we'll get it figured out. It's a process. I'm learning. That's what this podcast is about. That's what I am sharing with you guys. So you can be like, yeah, Julie, <laughs> don't do that. I'll be like, I know now. I know now not to do that. So anyway. Whew. Yeah. So car is just a smidgen more fixed it still has a a very lovely setup on it by my friend jonah who just had a birthday last week happy birthday again my friend and also super happy birthday to my mother in love yolanda fleeman i love you happy birthday uh let's see what else <laughs> guys i have a bus <laughs> I have a bus. I'll show you guys more pictures later. I start cleaning it out on Thursday. Uh, the story is a wonderful one. Uh, very endearing. And um, how do I put this? Your girl's broke. So uh, I'm out at my grandmother's, you know, helping out with farm stuff and visiting her and before I come back home. That's pretty much one of the very few places that I go right now. And she tells me that someone was wanting to buy the bus for $50. Now, this bus is a Superior Coach Chevy. It's got a 350 engine in it. I don't know what year model it is. All I remember is that when I was five years old, that was the last time I remember having taking a ride in it. And I know there was something wrong with, like, the radiator, and my grandpa turned it on a few more times, but that was when I was, like, in the sixth grade. So, 
it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while since it's been started. I don't, I don't know all the work I have to do to it. However, so someone offered my grandmother $50 for it. And I said, I would like the bus. I'm broke, but how much, you know, do I need to get together to purchase it from you? And she looked at me and she goes, $40 and however much labor I asked for around the farm. Okay, I can do that. I can definitely do that. Whatever grandma wants, grandma, grandma gets, okay? Because your girl needs a home. So, yay! I'm turning this bus into a tiny home. I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm super excited about it. It's going to give me plenty of things to discuss on the podcast and on Facebook Live. And, yeah, I've never even driven an RV, so what am I getting myself into? I don't know yet. It's a surprise. Um, what next? Okay, so, now that the story time is out of the way, I am going to keep this podcast a little short tonight because I do have a little bit of a headache, and, um, I have a family member, uh, going into surgery tomorrow, so prayers appreciated for this amazing, wonderful, loving person. Uh, we've been doing the liquid diet with them, and we hungry. Uh, we all are. But I am so proud of them for making a decision and sticking with it. That's very important. Um, so, uh, how do I put this? Make good choices and don't be too regretful of the decisions you make because at least you were able to make a decision. Because sometimes I never make a decision, which means I didn't make a decision. Anyway, uh, I, I, I'm not full of mystery and and trivial things tonight. I am tired is what I am. So, uh, up next, what we're going to talk about tonight is a differential on your car. What is it? What does it do? How long has it been around? Why is it important? So, we're going to go to Google and we're going to discuss things a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I will, and I will give you further updates as to why am I researching a differential for my car. Um, does my car need any work done on that section? No. Better freaking not or else I will set it on fire. Um, no, it's just for my own edification and I'm trying to learn every single aspect of my car and convey that information to you guys to help you guys discover and find what's going to be the best for costs, what's going to be the best for maintenance. Can you do it yourself? Do you need to take it to a professional, etc., etc.? So, uh, a differential, the main application is that when your car turns a corner, the tires have to rotate at different speeds or else you're going to go flying. And um, if you've ever ridden in a horse-drawn cart, you or you've watched a chariot race, you you kind of you kind of get what I'm talking about. Um, so what the differential does is it allows the wheels to to turn at different speeds uh, to help hug the corners tighter and to not spin out or flip your vehicle or anything like that. Um, unless you're driving super recklessly, and in that case, don't do that. Just if you absolutely have to. Make sure you have like a racing seatbelt, a helmet, and everything because safety. So, a vehicle 
with two drive wheels has the problem that when it turns a corner, the drive wheels must rotate at different speeds to maintain traction. The automotive differential is designed to drive a pair of wheels while allowing them to rotate at different speeds in vehicles without a differential, such as carts. Uh, both driving wheels are forced to rotate at the same speed, usually on a common axle driven by a simple chain drive mechanism. When cornering, the inner wheel travels at a shorter distance than the outer wheel, so without a differential, either the inner wheel rotates too quickly or the outer wheel rotates too slowly, which results in difficult and unpredictable handling, damage to tires and roads, and strain on or possible failure of the drivetrain. In rear-wheel drive automobiles, the central drive shaft or prop shaft engages the differential through a hypoid gear, ring and pinion. The ring gear is mounted on the carrier of the planetary chain that forms the differential. This hypoid gear is a bevel gear that changes the directions of the drive rotation. Uh, now, how long has a differential been around? Let's find out. According to uh, the Great Wide Web, uh, 100 BC to 70 BC, the Antikythera mechanism has been dated to this period. It was discovered in 1902 on a shipwreck by sponge divers, and modern research suggests that it used a differential gear to determine the angle between the ecliptic positions of the sun and moon, and thus the phase of the moon. And then uh, 250 AD, Chinese engineer Ma Jun creates the first well-documented south-pointing chariot, a precursor to the compass that uses differential gears to discern direction rather than a magnet. Pretty cool stuff. Um, 1720, Joseph Williamson used a differential gear in a clock. 1810, Rudolf Ackermann of Germany invents a four-wheel steering system for carriages, which some later, late, some later writers mistakenly report as a differential. <clears throat> Modern automotive differential patented by watchmaker Onesifor Pequier, Pequier, yeah, one of those, of the Conservatoire National des Arts et Métiers in France for use on a steam wagon. Richard Roberts of England patented gear of compensation, a differential for road locomotives in 1832. 1874, Aveling and Porter of Rochester, Kent, list a crane locomotive in their catalog fitted with their patent differential gear on the rear axle. That is cool. Uh, James Starley of Coventry invents, in 1876, invents the chain drive differential for use on bicycles, inventions later used on automobiles by Carl Benz. 1897, first use of differential on an Australian steam car by David Shearer. In 1958, Vernon Gleesman patents the torsion dual drive differential, a type of limited slip differential that relies solely on the action of gearing instead of a combination of clutches and gears. So later on when I start discussing more about transmissions, I, this will come back into play a little bit more. Now, there's uh, two type of differentials we'll discuss, the epicyclic 
differential is uh, can use epicyclic gearing to split and apply. Hi, split and apportion torque asymmetrically between the front and rear axles. An epicyclic differential is at the heart of the Toyota Prius automotive drivetrain, where it inten where it interconnects. I can't talk tonight. I why do I ever run a podcast? Anyway, where it interconnects the engine, motor generators, and the drive wheels, which have a second differential for splitting torque, as usual. It has the advantage of being relatively compact along the length of its axis, the sun gear shaft. Epicyclic gears are also called planetary gears because the axis of the planet gears revolve around the common axis of the sun and ring gears that they mesh with and roll between. Um, so if you've seen how the cogs work on a clock, that's a lot, that's the best description I can give of how, how the differential works on a car as of now, but onto the spur gear differential. And maybe I can find some parts to like hold up and be like, this is what they are. Or you can look it up on YouTube. I'm just kind of a third party tell all about my experiences, my studying, my learning, and what it's helping or not helping with. Enjoy. So a spur gear differential, a spur gear differential has two equal sized spur gears, one for each half shaft with a space between them instead of the bevel gear, also known as a miter gear assembly. The spider at the center of the differential, there is a rotating carrier on the same axis as the two shafts. Torque from a prime mover or transmission, such as the drive shaft of a car, rotates this carrier. Mounted in this carrier are one or more pairs of identical pinions, generally longer than their diameters and typically smaller than the spur gears on the individual half shafts. Each pinion pair rotates freely on pins supported by the carrier. Furthermore, the pinion pairs are displaced axially, such that they mesh one for the part of their length between the two spur gears, and rotate in opposite directions. The remaining length of a given pinion meshes with the near spur gear on its, on its axle. Ah. We're getting there. Therefore, each pinion couples that spur gear to the other pinion, and in turn, the other spur gear so that when the drive shaft rotates the carrier, its relationship to the gears for the individual wheel axles is the same as that in a bevel gear differential. Similar, but no. A spur gear differential is constructed from two identical coaxial epicyclic gear trains assembled with a single carrier such, as, such that their planet gears are engaged. This forms a planetary gear train with a fixed carrier train ratio of r equals negative one and they have a formula here and i'm really bad at math so we're not gonna look at that or investigate that it's on the interwebs you can find it so with the application to vehicles uh like we said you know with turning corners and everything it helps with the friction and speed and traction of your tires so you don't spin out, flip your car, etc. just by going 20 miles an hour and be like, oh, a little turn. Um, so as we go on, I'll sound more eloquent, I don't know, with explaining all of this. 
Uh, let's see. Yeah, I'm, there's more, but until I have a little bit more, um, physical things to show, be like, look here, I have the parts to show you, uh, that's where we're at. So, but up next on my car. That's what we're moving on to now because I have no idea where we're at on time because I feel I'm just like worn out tonight, guys. Okay, so we're at 16 minutes. Uh, what's next? I want out of the house. I, I, I miss people. Thank you for watching. Oh, thank you for watching my videos. I appreciate it. This is best way for me to socialize safely right now. Thank you, immune system, for being you. Anyway, so. List. Gotta have the list. Gotta have the list. Gotta have the list. Where is my list? The list, the list. Gotta get the list. Okay. Oh, I did order a switch because this is an interesting story. Um, when it gets colder... My windows in my car roll up and down just fine, but when it gets really hot, they don't work at all. Don't know why. It's something electrical, so uh, I've bought one switch, and I'm buying a switch at a time because budget, so I'm just going through, and I'm changing out the switches. The harnesses are good that they plug into. That's great. That's not the problem, so it is the switch itself. So, uh, thankfully it's not the regulators, uh, the thing that actually makes the wind pushes the window up and down. That's, that's good too. Cause that's a little bit more pricey. Um, what's next? Okay. I got, uh, let's find our list and go through it. Cause I did this a few weeks ago and I said I would go through it again. So that's what I'm doing right now. Um, Let's see, we did tire tread last week, and then uh, next week I will tell you guys what maintenance apps I recommend to keep on your phone. Uh, the other easy peasy way of keeping track is to just keep a notebook uh, in the trunk of your car and write down when you got maintenance. Um, a lot of tire shops now keep a, a categor categorized, organized file. Um, that tells you what was the last, you know, thing done to your car, and, and that's great and stuff. But for you, if you want it, like, handwritten and in front of you, because I am kind of a stickler about writing notes to myself, um, keep a notebook and download the app. Do both. It's not going to hurt anything. So, where is this? Okay. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Okay. I'm still finding it. Let me pause the podcast for a minute because editing. All right, so running through the maintenance list again of what my dad and I have done to my beloved Red, the, the gift that keeps on throwing problems my way, but I love her anyway. 
because if you're getting back into cars, this is a good model to rip your hair out on. Okay, so I'm still waiting for a sponsorship from Ford, so thank you for that. No, I'm not getting sponsored by Ford, but it'd be great. Anyway, Ford, Chevy, Honda, you know. Anyway, okay, jokes aside. All right, here is the list, y'all. New tires, $350. AC clutch, $90. Pulleys, $30 to $20 each for a total of $99. Turn signal switch, $84. Alternator, $60, uh, 60 and then $193. Ouch. Hate that word. Y'all know if you've gone back and listened to my podcast, you know I hate that word. <laughs> Headlights, $129. Door insert repaired was sweat equity and this thing I love to call E6000 Flexible Adhesive. Cha-ching! Brake sensors connecting spade was $3. Third brake light restored cleaned bulbs, sweat equity, and I used what I already had. Uh, if you want a budget for what I did use, I will make one up for you guys. Oil change, $20. Spark plugs and wires, $23.99 and $7.89 each on spark plugs. Uh... Brake, brake calipers, $160. Brand new battery, $150. Rack pinion power steering pump, $300. Uh, fuel pump, $179. Thermostat and gasket, $18 plus sweat equity for my dad and I to install it. Up next, we are going to check the shocks and struts. Shock. Hi. Up next, we are going to check the shocks and struts. The motor mounts, uh, radiator, water pump, fuses are good. Already taken care of the fuses. I'm doing the coolant temperature sensor this weekend. The weather strip trim, which I've already got a price on and said, <laughs> no, I will be cutting down and gluing in my own piece of weather trim because it's a ridiculous amount of money for the weather trim on my car. Like, I think it's $75 each to have new weather trim put on like that's just to purchase it that's not for the install so no i'm gonna use my redneck ingenuity and i'm gonna fix it myself up next what's after that i replaced the uh gear shift handle and bezel i haven't well i haven't replaced the bezel yet i'm ordering a boot so that's gonna look much much prettier updating the backlighting and gauges to blue and white because i don't like the black and green Putting uh, on interior. This is where we're getting to the interior stuff. Um, I'm blind. Okay. Putting fat mat under the interior carpet. Updating the seats. Center console. Update wiring in and wiring in heated seats. Adding undercarriage lighting to the exterior custom seats and reline the ceiling possibly with a galaxy ceiling galaxy headliner install where the lights like change colors with the fiber optics it looks really really cool but in theory if you install it yourself like the the kit's like 60 bucks on amazon but you have to sit there and you have to pin poke every single hole and glue in every single fiber optic line and i don't know if i have the patience to do that so we'll see if that one actually happens or not probably not but i really want it anyway okay uh, where are we now? Okay, custom seats and reline ceiling. Uh, 
I want new seats. I was going to paint them. But I'm just going to save up the money and have them reupholstered with leather. Yeah. I, I, I want my baby to look good. And then I... I I'm going to have someone else do the seats. But I will be leather wrapping the interior like I want it to be wrapped. Maybe. That might be done professionally too. I don't know yet. But I really want to do it myself. So when my car is completely gutted to do the fat mat and stuff, and especially putting a fat mat up in the headliner, because in Mustangs that's where you lose a lot of your sound, um, that's when I might do the headliner and the custom seats. Um, let's see what else. Uh, new wheels. I want black wheels for the red because I like the black and red theme that's been going on so far. Uh, the black decal on the hood scoop. Uh, replace the cow vent grill. Mustang inlay lettering on the bumper. And on the actual Mustang decal on the front, I either want to get a lighted, an LED framed Mustang emblem. Or I might just uh, go with a matte black on it. I haven't decided yet. Or both. I could do both. Um, let's see here. Uh, not doing rocker stripes. Might take the ones that are on there off, actually. Um, a rear valance. A, might add a front spoiler. I don't know. I still don't know about that. Um, I might get a different battery box just to make when I'm doing the engine dress up. Uh, and then an engine dress up kit that I will customize and design myself. Um, so yeah, I'm super excited because there are some days where I'm like, why do I have this car? Why am I doing this? Maybe I should just quit, but no, I love it. It makes me so insanely happy to share with you guys about the process and everything. And it just, just brings me so much joy. So, uh, with the, what was the last thing? Hmm. The engine dress up. Okay. Some of the hoses are like $250. And I'm just like, this looks like fancy painted rubber. But I get it. It's temp controlled. There's a science behind it that I probably don't understand and will probably not do any research on. Beyond the price and the quality, maybe I will. Maybe that will be a next discussion. But for now, uh... What will be on next week's episode will be, um, we're going to discuss, uh, safety. Actually, no, 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 not next week. Because here's the deal, guys. I would like to have local law enforcement on the show to discuss vehicle safety or EMS or firefighters. Someone like that. So if you know of anyone who would be generous to donate their time to join me on my podcast at a safe social distance and uh, discuss car vehicle safety, I would appreciate that. Don't be afraid to reach out to me. Get uh, Have someone connect with me. Uh, and uh, in the next two weeks, I will be moving this from my personal Facebook to my Facebook page, provided they allow me to change the name of my Facebook page because it's in Italian. Uh, it's Lupo e Filio. But it... Uh probably gonna change it again because I like to change things up from time to time even my own store so 
Oh, 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 other news, other news. Oh, yeah, I'm moving, I'm moving my wood burning, uh, my pyrography and my wood burning and everything to a shop in the back. And I'll have more room and this won't look like this in here as much. And that will give me a little bit more of a dedicated area to work. Oh, what else? I'm not sure. I might give you guys a update in three days. We'll see. And, um, cause I feel like I've missed a lot of points tonight, but that's okay. Uh, busy, busy as always. So let's see how, okay. So we're going to do our closing now. Uh, thank you for joining me. Thank you for sticking with me through this. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Thank you to teachers, doctors, nurses, everyone in the medical field right now. Um, be sure and go vote. Please go vote. Um, what else? Wear your mask, wash your hands, stay safe out there. Uh, <laughs> Thank you to all of our essential workers. Thank you to all of our truck drivers uh, that are still doing what they do. I appreciate you every single day of my life. And, uh, yes, you help you help a lot of people. And I just want to show my recognition for that. So thank you to our truck drivers. Uh, thank you to our military services. And um, check your oil. Change your oil. Rotate your tires when you change your oil. Wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands. Um, learn to love car maintenance. It's a skill. It'll always help you out. It'll never hurt anything unless you do it wrong. Uh, what else? I think that's it for tonight. Because, uh, like, my brain's a little frazzled. That's okay. Anyway, all right. Well, this was probably a nightmare. But, again, thank you for sticking with me. This is Julie. Julian the Red, Jeep Girl, and I will see you guys next week. Unless I forget. I'll write it down. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>